Today on the Locked On Steelers podcast, we've gotten a lot of your calls about who the Steelers should go with a quarterback. Why are they sticking with Kenny? Why aren't they sticking with Kenny? We're going to get into all of that here on today's episode. We've got Jenna Harner as well as our grades on talking about the new offensive coordinator, how it fits the quarterback situation. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because, every day because we are a team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. As I said before, we're joined by Jenna Horner of Channel 11, WPXI. She's back on the show. Jenna, how you been? I am great. Glad to be back with you this week. And just, you know, it's weird. This is that one lull of a week where, yes, the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl games are fun, but there's no football and we're just like waiting for the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. hey, it's like kind of like that season of new. It feels like things are happening and clearly with what the Steelers have done. Absolutely, including the offensive coordinator hire. We've talked about a lot that a lot of that this week. But the question that seems to be on all of y'all minds that listen to and watch this show is what the Steelers should do at quarterback. And listen, I told y'all even I did a better help therapy online read where I was gonna be like, I'm gonna need therapy for how many times y'all want to ask me about, about the quarterback situation. And that's not to say you shouldn't. It's a huge question that we won't know the answer for until the end of training camp. So we yeah. got eight months of this no six seven months i suck at seven, math seven. seven months until until we actually probably have an answer to this to this question so it'll be something that we keep that we keep asking um but seven eight months now i'm doing that because it's february march april may june right? july august september eight there we go we're grown adults using our fingers to count for months oh. um but, uh, but in all seriousness, it's a it's a major question. And I wanted to do this. And although, by the way, you can always call into the show at 412-223-6644, where every, when, when it, leave your name, where you're from, and keep your question under a minute. We try to get you on the show uh, with your question. And we received a bombardment of questions on the quarterback situation, positive of Kenny Pickett, negative on Kenny Pickett, positive of Mason Rudolph, negative on Mason Rudolph, or just saying they need to go get someone else entirely. So I put together a clipping of about three different questions that were ranging in different directions. We got Big Max, we got Bill, we got No, we got people from all over the country here. But here are their questions just to give you a range of where a lot of Steelers fans are, are at right now. What's up, Chris? This is uh, Big Max. from. Uh, I'm from North Carolina. And I'm just calling because, you know, you hear a lot about Colin Coward and the other doubters, the Steelers, saying it's absolutely time to move on to Kenny Pickett. He's the only thing slowing us down, yada, yada, yada. I've heard it all. Um, but at what point do they just let us do our thing, man? Because I think, I think we have to – we owe it to ourselves to give Kenny a chance. Um, the offensive line, the dude was running for his life the whole season. It helped him develop some really sh- really poor habits, sorry. Um, and Matt Canada definitely set him back. So I'm just wondering, like, what's it going to take for Kenny to shine? I mean, all he really has to do, like you've talked about many times, is just be the game manager. So I'm kind of just wondering, you know, what do we need to set up for him to be successful? Because I'm I'm still a Kenny fan, and, and I probably will be until the end of the year. And I'll defend him always. Uh, just let me know, brother. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. 
Yes, Bill Kittle from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, my question is, is uh, are we not being patient with Kenny Pickett? Uh, Steeler folks kind of forget Bradshaw. Bradshaw's first four years was kind of rocky. He was switching between Terry Hanratty and him, and then Joe Gilliam came along, and he lost a starting job. It took him about four years before he became, maybe even five years before he uh, became uh, the star of Pittsburgh Steelers and leader of uh, four Super Bowls. Uh, Pittsburghers, like myself, originally from Pittsburgh, are really impatient. What's your thoughts? Hey, Chris, this is Noah from North Carolina. <clears throat> uh, I was just wondering, when is, is there going to be a sense of urgency from the quarterback to room instead of just experiment? Because, you know, like Palmer said, Pouncey was one of his biggest regrets of not getting a ring, and Hayward's about to be in that same conversation, and TJ's not getting any younger, and neither is Minka. So when is there going to be a sense of urgency to make a big splash in either free agency or the draft? So there you have it, Jenna. You got people saying like, hey, I'm on the fence. You know, I want to believe in Kenny Pickett. You know, we should be patient with Kenny Pickett. Look at the past of the Steelers. Or, you know, we're wasting time. You got T.J. Watt, the best defensive player in football. You got Mika Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward. You want to get those guys Super Bowls. I hear it. And all of these sides, none of these sides, I think, are being irrational. But there are differences of, of opinions here. Jenna, where do you stand as far as how the Steelers should handle the situation with uh, with, with Kenny Pickett moving forward? Well, realistically, I mean, they know that they have to see everything they have in Kenny Pickett this year. And that's going to be what this year is. Deciding, is Kenny the guy of the future, the guy that you drafted him to be or not? Because you go back to last year and, of course, you want to isolate variables and you want to say, okay, it was all Matt Canada. Was it Matt Canada's offense that didn't let Kenny Pickett succeed? And a lot of Steelers fans are hoping that. A lot of Steelers fans are hoping that when Arthur Smith comes in and the offense that he brings with him and looks to implement here for the Steelers is going to be something that can set Kenny up for success. And I think that was a big part of what this coaching staff did in this hiring process here. They were looking for somebody who was going to be able to not only put this offense in a position to succeed for the future, but to see what you have in the guy that you spent a first round pick on as a quarterback to be able to, you know, really determine what direction you're going to be able to move with him either, you know, Hey, he's our guy. He fits right into the system. This is showcasing all that we saw in him and the quarterback we know he can be, or mm, maybe it's time to move on. But what I realistically think is going to happen. I I'm in the camp that I don't think Mason Rudolph is going to be here next to be here mm -hmm. by training camp. I think another team is going to offer him a decent amount of money to either be their defined backup or say, Hey, look, you're going to compete with whoever we have here for that starting quarterback job, because I, I hate to say this in this way, but I, I feel like if there's a quarterback competition, the one that we expect if Mason is with the Steelers and the two are, you know, neck and neck, throughout the entirety of it. And not to say that that won't be the case, but if that is the case, I feel like the Steelers are going to lean a little bit more towards Kenny and to say, hey, look, okay, Kenny, Mason, it's the backup for you again. So I'm not entirely sure what that part of it is going to look like, but the reality is this season, the Steelers need to see what they have in Kenny Pickett and make that decision. Is he our quarterback of the future or are we going to look elsewhere in a variety of ways?
No, I'm right with you here. This is the year. And normally, I say it usually takes three to four years before you know about a quarterback. I mean, there's been plenty of guys over the years where you don't know who they they are after after two seasons. You know, it, it takes time for that. And, you know, to the one-caller, Bill, from uh, from Birmingham, uh, you know, bring, bring up, you know, Terry Bradshaw took like five years. In the year that they won their first Super Bowl, he got replaced by Joe Gilliam. Now, granted, that is 60 years ago now. So, like, it's a long time ago. Yeah. But – this the point is not even 60 years ago, 50. I don't know what my numbers are, but anyways, point being, um, this is this this is a time where people still need to understand that there are a lot of factors in uh, you know, good points brought up by uh by, by Max saying, like, hey, the offensive line had him in trouble a lot, especially at the center position, which we know with Kenny Pickett and with maintaining a pocket, if the center position is much better and he doesn't have to feel the pressure right in his face. That can make things a lot different for, for, for him. If they can fix center in the draft, that'll be a priority. And that's why I think it does come down to this season. And this does not mean the Steelers shouldn't try to bring back Mason Rudolph or try to bring in real competition for him. But I do think it uh, it, it means that he Kenny Pickett's absolutely going to get the chance to work with, one, a respected offensive coordinator. Again, uh, Arthur Smith, who we're going to talk about how he works with Kenny Pickett in the next segment. Bring him in. He's a guy who has experience. He's made it. He, he revamped Ryan Tannehill's career, made him a Pro Bowl quarterback. You know, was able to get that Titans office to be top ten, top five even when he when he was there. Um, and they've got weapons on offense. And if they, I think this is the year where you invest it at quarterback. You go and you get your guys. You you invest around the quarterback. Excuse me. You go and you get your guys elsewhere to build the roster, and then you see what you can do with the guys that you have. And I think if you accomplish that then you set yourself up to know for sure, is Kenny Pickett the guy or any of these other guys we brought in the guy? If not, quarterbacks to move next year. I want to talk about that that plan with Jenna Harner more here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Stick with us. we got a lot more to talk about. But first, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by Nissan. Are you, are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take advantage of your take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Road. It's perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class exclusive Google built-in is your always updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Nissan's incredible lineup also includes the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder, which has room for up to eight passengers, an expansive cargo capacity, and advanced available 4 by four capability with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds of towing when adventure calls the pathfinder is there to answer take the nissan road the nissan pathfinder or the nissan armada and go find your next big adventure visit uh visit and shop at nissanusa.com Back here in the Locked On Steelers podcast, Chris Carter, Jenna Harner, breaking things down, talking about the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh. Jenna, more to the point here, like, I, I, and the Steelers even kind of acknowledged, like, you know, Kenny Pickett's going to have competition. And, and, and Art Rooney even said, like, hey, like, you know, we need to see something from a quarterback. You know, that, that that's going to be the key to getting the playoff, the playoff wins, because they haven't seen really a big push at quarterback for the Steelers in a while. Um and I think this is the year where you get a guy in Arthur Smith who, again, he knows how to build an offense around a run game and a strong offensive line. But to do this, the Steelers need to fix their offensive line. They've, they've added good pieces. Broderick Jones, Isaac Samalu, James Daniels. But Dan Moore and Mason Cole are still glaring weaknesses. We talked about them in our final grades. We'll go over the quarterback's final grades in the final segment of today's show. But 
uh, you look at those at, at those guys. Everyone's talking about Jackson Powers, Johnson, or Zach Frazier. You get one of those guys in the draft. You presumably have center wrapped up. You could go get another offensive tackle, either in free agency or or in the first three rounds of the draft, and you address that. Then, if your offensive line is complete, you trust your weapons in Fryermuth, Washington, and Hayward at tight end, Harris and Warren at running back, Pickens and Johnson and Austin, and maybe you draft another wide receiver to add to that group. You have the pieces around that for a decent quarterback to make it an efficient offense. And if Kenny Pickett doesn't work with it there after you've invested all those pieces there and some pieces on defense, then I think you can say, all right, if we fix the O-line, we have young cornerbacks and jo- Joey Porter Jr. and whoever else they add, the defense is still set up. They've got the playmakers they want. They're, everything's built built up. Maybe next year is the year where if it doesn't work out, then you make the big investment to go get, to maybe trade up and get a quarterback or make a big spend uh, to go get a veteran quarterback somewhere. I just think that that is the move right now because right now the Steelers aren't just a quarterback away. They're a quarterback away from being very good but I think that they need a, more, a few more pieces if they're going to be a real Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I completely agree. And you mentioned center. I think that's going to be a big topic of conversation kind of throughout the next however many weeks as we dive into, you know, all the prospects and the draft leading up to things. The reality is, is that this offensive line has pieces, like you mentioned, but there needs to be a couple more. You have to fix center Dan Moore. Unfortunately, maybe this just isn't the the place for him. Maybe he finds success in a different area, finds success in a different team. But you need to be able to find what you can get out of this offense. Because I think with Arthur Smith coming in too, where there's going to be a lot of two tight ends used, I think that's going to be really, really intriguing and in how he incorporates tight ends. When I was talking with Doran Dickerson, who played under Smith when both were at Tennessee the day that the announcement um, kind of the news broke um, earlier this week. Doran said, you know, someone who's going to benefit from this, of course, it's going to be Kenny Pickett, but it's a guy yeah. like Pat Fryermuth in this mm-hmm. offense who's really going to find uh, a lot of things to be happy about by the end of the season. But Arthur Smith also knows the plan coming in too, is that you need to find what you have in Kenny Pickett. So he is going to do all he can to set this offense up to see what level of success Pickett has. And again, you really hope it was just the fact that Canada's offense was not to the caliber of an NFL offense. I mean, again, how many times do we talk about this season? The fact Mm -hmm. that, you know, teams were saying, hey, I know exactly what play they're going to run based on, you know, the little things. There is going to be more innovation. Fans are going to see more of like, okay, this is the offense that we kind of expect to, to see. This type of offense is what we expect to see. At the same time, Arthur Smith loves the run game and loves to set up play action. And that is where this offense can thrive. And that is where Kenny Pickett can find success too. So you want to build through the draft, of course, in that offensive line, shore everything up, address positions of need, especially center. And then, hey, look what's going to happen. Look and see, is this offense going to progress the way that I think a lot of us expected to after the fact that we did not see that happen this year until the last couple games of the season when Mason Rudolph was under center. Absolutely. And to your point about play action, Kenny Pickett, when it was play action time, he completed almost 80% of his passes for 387 yards for two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, he he was pretty doggone good. He had a pass ring of 109.7 on play action passes. The problem was Steelers just didn't call play action that often. Uh, you know, it was about 16% of his, of his passing plays were, 
were play action this past year. And that's something that Arthur Smith specializes in is not just calling play action, but calling the plays that set up the play action. And, you know, again, with Matt Canada, there were plenty of plays. And I I continue to stress this, even though Matt Canada is gone and everything, and we can all point like it it was a bad OC high, was a bad OC tenure. But there were still plenty of plays that were called where Kenny Pickett needed to make better decisions. And that's where there are legitimate criticisms of Kenny Pickett. But the question I think that people could legitimately have is, what if he has an an offensive coordinator and offensive room that's more pointed in the right direction and knows its identity and has a coordinator who knows how how to get a team to that identity? That is what I think that people are wondering if Kenny Pickett can operate in that. Uh, which again, that this is all he knew. All he knew, you know, he came in. Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator. That's just what he's had the last two years. And then, you know, he and then the the second in the middle of the second game without him, when the Steelers were starting to try to figure some new things out. He was he was knocked out of the game and he never got a chance to play again this past season. So, again, I think it's very reasonable to say, hey, give Kenny Pickett a chance. Do not make him the definitive starting quarterback. Make sure that there is legitimate competition for him. And if he loses it, so be it. And that's that's your new guy. And maybe you reassess how you want to attack quarterback then. But again, I'm right with you. You could go after other quarterback. You could trade for Justin Fields all you want, but any any assets you use to get a Justin Fields or you use a trade up and get a Jaden Daniels or anyone along those lines, those are assets you're taking away from rebuilding the offensive line, from maybe adding a, a good third wide receiver, from maybe a young linebacker, a young defensive lineman, a cornerback to pair with pair with Joey Porter Jr., a safety that could pair with Minka Fitzpatrick. These are all legitimate needs outside of just quarterback. Whereas next year, even if they went and got a Justin Fields or a Jaden Daniels, those guys would not be super playmakers. They would still be asked to be game managers in this offense and trust that the run game, the play action, and those type of things work. That's why I think that they're willing to not splurge at quarterback right now. But again, if they accomplish that feat like they did last year, hit on a lot of their draft picks, they do it again this year, I think that that could set the door up for 2025, that to be the year where they get where they make a big splurge at quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And I want to make one point really quickly, too. I mean, we heard Art Rooney when he talked with the print media earlier this week, challenge Pickett. And he said, you know, he knows we need better from him. He talked about that. And that's been something, too, Tomlin has mentioned a lot when we've asked about Kenny Pickett, when we asked him, you know, in his weekly availabilities throughout the season. Like, it's no secret it's not like there's this, you know, everyone's saying, oh, you know, if Kenny comes back and does what he does, like Kenny knows he has to step up his game. So do Mike Tomlin, Art Rooney, the offensive staff and the rest of the team around him. That's just something that like, I think people are not forgetting, but maybe aren't like hearing entirely in that way. He knows that is, that's the other thing. Like there has to be another step up in his game or he is going to lose his job, whether it is someone brought in for more competition, whether it's Mason Rudolph, whether it's a quarterback that they draft in one of the early rounds, you know, second, third, fourth type thing. But the reality is, is that there needs to be better quarterback play for this team to succeed. And this team is going to do everything they can to see what they have in Kenny Pickett and see if they can get everything they can out of him before they make that decision. Yeah, I'm right with you. Uh, you know, this is uh, yeah, this this is something that they, it's going to take time for them to figure out. But uh, but again, the Steelers should press. They should not. You know, again, they, they should do what they can to bring back Mason Rudolph. And I agree with you. I'm I'm not 100 sure that Mason's back because if I'm Mason Rudolph after the three games I had and and helping get a team to the playoffs, I'm sure there's some team out there that will pay like eight to ten million dollars. We've seen guys like Case Keenum get big deals. We've seen all sorts of random names that back up quarterback. Like you know, just name a guy. They probably got a really big deal one point in their career. And Mason's looking for that right now. Like he's like, hey. 
get, I, you know, I, I don't know how many more chances I'm going to get to show people that I can do this. Yes. Uh, and, you know, and, and if, if he sticks with the Steelers, I think it could work out for him because the organization knows him, the teammates know him and they, and I think that there could be something there. And also he knows that, Hey, I got a pretty good chance at winning. I, you know, if I do what I did last year and I outperform Kenny Pick in camp, I, maybe I can win that starting job. But uh, that being said, he might be like, it, it might be about, it might not even be about that. It might be about, you know, if I can get eight to $10 million for the next two years, that sets me up for my, for life. I'll take that and be and be happy with it. So whatever the Steelers do, they need to invest. You know, they need to make sure that Kenny Pickett has legitimate quarterback competition, but not overspend in doing so while they're trying to rebuild the rest of their roster to fit Arthur Smith's system. Uh, and again, to be clear, Arthur Smith, he's not a quarterback whisperer, but he's a guy that can make things simpler for quarterbacks. And if you find the guy that can be successful there and, you know, be part of the rising tide that is the rest of the offense and be a, even a captain in those moments and make the the, the the smart decisions there, whether that's Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, player X from the NFL draft or free agency. Yes. That's, that's your key. And then maybe in the future, if you think you have the guy, then you go get the quarterback whisper at OC in like two to three years down the line. Or maybe too, this is the thing I've been saying a lot since the hiring of Arthur Smith when people are like, well, he's not a quarterback whisperer. Offensive staffs in the NFL are growing and growing at an incredibly rapid rate. And Art Rooney mentioned, you know, kind of having to adapt to some of the trends that they're seeing across the league. Yeah. Why not go get a young minded passing game coordinator? That'd maybe we do see right with you. at quarterbacks coach because then you are having a guy at offensive coordinator who has had some proven tenure has, you know, shown what he can do as an offensive coordinator fits that role, helps you stick to that identity of the run game that we know the Steelers want to be their bread and butter. But you also have a guy that can help develop Kenny Pickett within the system himself and also have that young, innovative offensive mind that, Hey, maybe if, Arthur Smith does get the chance at a next head coaching job. You can move this guy up. Or if things don't work out well with Arthur Smith, but you're having a lot of success with this passing game coordinator, quarterbacks coach, however you want to call it, whatever title you want it to be, if you're the Steelers, and this guy's having success, you can promote him from within, which we know the Steelers love to do. So I think that there's kind of, I'm telling people to like cautiously pump the brakes because all the moves have not been made yet. And right. this could be something that not only helps your offense, but helps develop your quarterbacks and gets what you can out of the guys that you need to see things from. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right with you. There's a lot. There's a whole process to this. And I, I'm also with you. You know, we've we've heard from Jerry Dulac that uh, the Steelers, if Mike Sullivan sticks around, he's been doing interviews for offensive coordinator positions. Maybe, you know, the Steelers staff doesn't change, but I'm right with you. They need to add another offensive staff member. Some of we're talking about maybe getting a Mike Vrabel for the defense. That's all well and good. But in my opinion, offense need, needs to help right now. And, and if you could bring in a pass game specialist, someone that can bring be one of those young quarterback whispering minds who maybe isn't getting the opportunity elsewhere – that that could be something that, that that you look at there. We'll talk about the Steelers grades that we that, we, that we've compiled throughout the season all here in the next segment of the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Stick with us. We guys still got more to discuss. But first, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs is where you need to go to to find the next hire for your small business and get it firing on all cylinders. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one 
finding quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Do you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post a job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash NFL to post a job for free. Terms, conditions, apply. We're also brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that you got to download right now to your phone to make sure that you're getting all the best options when it comes to food delivery to your home. Right now, if you sign up with DoorDash, you can get 50% off off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app today and enter the code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms of the distance apply. You You got to go to DoorDash and remember... Right now, when you go when you go to DoorDash, you're going you're you're talking about getting all the local restaurants, all the local groceries, whether it's whether it's your favorite pizza, your favorite wings, and anything you even items you want to get cooked get, get to cook for for the Super Bowl. All those things can be delivered right to your door from DoorDash, which you can download right on your phone. And again, get fifty percent off up to a ten dollar value when you spend fifteen dollars or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app today. Remember, when you download the DoorDash app, enter the code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms and conditions apply. Back here in the Locked On Steelers podcast, Chris Carter, Jenna Harner. Jenna, let's talk about this real quick. Um, so all season long, I do my stars and skulls grades. Uh, normally, I do them with Alan Saunders on Tuesdays, but this, t- this time of the year, we're doing our final grades. Where we compile them up. So every game, you know, a player got either one to three stars or one to three skulls. They also can get a neutral grade if they just didn't play well or, or they just kind of played okay and nothing happened there. But stars are good. Skulls are bad. And so what we've done is at the end of the season, we compile them all. We've been doing a lot of positions, and I figured with all the quarterback talk, let's talk about the quarterbacks here in their grades in this season. And let's start – with Mitch Trubisky, who was the guy that was originally originally the number two quarterback, came in, didn't have a good season. This year on the season, he had zero stars, four skulls, and also the notorious bus ticket grade. And that is when uh, you're so bad, you might need a bus ticket out of town. And uh, that was uh, he had one of those, and I, I believe that was the Colts game where it was it was that bad. Yeah. Um, but but Jenna, it was pretty terrible on his part. Uh, he gets a final grade of an F with four skulls and a bus ticket. And just he never contributed anything. And it's truly disappointing, I think, for, for Trubisky because last year he looked like the veteran quarterback. They signed him to an extension last year because he looked like a veteran quarterback. It yeah. just didn't work out. It, it was unfortunate because, you know, this was a guy kind of coming to Pittsburgh after being in Buffalo and the COVID year, things were funky and, you know, things were lingering that way. But this was a chance for him to kind of revitalize himself and say, hey, look, I still have more to me. I still feel like I can be a franchise quarterback in the league. Obviously, last year didn't go great. And we saw midway through week four, all of a sudden, Kenny Pickett is replacing Mitch Trubisky. But the reality is, is just unfortunately, I, I don't believe he is meant to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. And that's OK. I mean, I, you know, he was always so great to, you know, chat with in the locker room. And I always appreciate that appreciated the time that he made for all of us. But it, it was unfortunate to see. But it was kind of like a little bit not the writing was on the wall, but it was just you wanted to see more from him and you're like, okay, maybe it's next week. Maybe it's next week. Maybe there'll be more, maybe we'll see uh, some development here. And it just, it it always kind of, you felt like you were sitting, you know, us in the press box watching the games and you're kind of just like waiting for almost a mistake to happen. And unfortunately that was the reality of what it was with Mitch and Mitch's game. And maybe he goes somewhere else this season, uh, next season and finds some revitalization as a backup, but it just, it, it didn't work out here. And maybe that was also a credit to the struggles that 
were in the system that Matt Canada had, but I just, the reality is, it's just, I don't think Mitch Trubisky, unfortunately, is a starting quarterback in the NFL. Same here. Now, the question a lot of people have is, is Kenny Pickett a starting quarterback in the NFL? Well, question. here's here's the grades on him. I gave him on the year eight stars, 11 skulls. That's good enough for a C minus. He never had a bus ticket grade. And that's the thing here, Jenna. Like, people are really down on Kenny Pickett. He didn't have absolute like complete terrible games. I mean, he had some bad games. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, but yeah. like he yeah. never reached to the point where it was just like, you got, you have to get him out of here. Absolutely. The Cleveland Browns, the second Browns game was close to that. Like, I think I gave him three skulls for that game. And that, that was a really rough one. But again, this guy has several game winning drives is able to keep the Steelers in games. When he started and finished the game this year, the Steelers were seven and two. Like, uh, yeah, but like, like, you, you can't ignore his factor there, but at the no. same time, He's not losing you games. Rarely was he the biggest factor to them winning games, and that's why he gets a C- on on the year with those numbers. And and you can't live and die like that with your quarterback. You can't have a guy that you're like, well, he's not going to win us the game, but he's not going to throw it away. Like That's just the reality of the National Football League and the way that offenses are as prolific as they are. You need someone that can score points. And, yes, there was so much hype about the fourth-quarter Kenny comebacks, and we saw those a lot early on in the season. That was part of with what you said when he started and finished games, he was seven and two as a starter, which you sit there and I don't know how I entirely feel about people. You know, everybody always likes to be like, eh, wins, are they a stat? Are they what? And a lot of those games, the defense was kind of, you know, I have to go back to that first Browns game and the defense arguably won them that game in the way that they scored two defensive touchdowns. But you, you need more from Kenny Pickett. I think we kind of keep coming back to that. He didn't have a terrible year, but you need him to take a step forward. You need to see more explosiveness from him. You need to see him more accurate when it comes to his decision makings and quite a decision making. And quite frankly, for me, I need to see him stand in the pocket more yeah. and be willing to take some of the hits and some of the shots that we saw Mason Rudolph take and also just make some of those a little bit more quick decisions. And again, how much of that goes back to Matt Canada's offense. That's what this season is all about finding out, but it, it was the, the roller coaster of the season entirely. Kenny Pickett kind of fit right into that. Just all the ups and all the downs from what we saw. Absolutely. And finally Mason Rudolph um, who impressed. And yeah. I'll say he had the highest grade of our quarterbacks here. Yeah. Uh, seven stars. I never gave him a skull or a bus ticket. That's good enough for a B grade. You know, he wasn't spectacular, but he was very good. And and again, above average play at quarterback at the quarterback level. Um, when he, when he was brought in, especially those three games, even in the bills game where he threw a bad interception, he was a big part of what fought to get them back into the game, made some tough throws in the pocket. Um, I think Mason Rudolph deserves credit for what he's done here, which is why the Steelers should try to bring him back. And if another team goes out and pays him good money, I think he's earned it. Like, that's the thing is that I I said all this along. Like, I've always said Mason Rudolph has been a great teammate throughout his entire process when he wasn't getting the chance to to show who he was, uh, you know, over the past couple seasons. And then as soon as he got his chance, he was ready. And, you know, and, and he was ready with good, solid play. That that's something that you can take with moving forward. If you're the Steelers, if he's willing to come back. Absolutely. I go back to the Bengals game, the first game that he started, the Thursday night game, Sunday, yes. it was the it was Sunday Thursday. afternoon. There we Sunday, go. Okay. Saturday afternoon. Oh my God. I this this season it's all right. is easy. We know. Um, but you know, the first, the second play where he hits George on the slant and George Pickens goes down the field and scores a 70-something yard touchdown. All of a sudden you're like, whoa, wait a second. Like there was 
the most excitement we saw out of the offense this season was from those couple games Mason played in and Mason started those, you know, they had to win down the stretch and they did that and they found ways to win. And yeah, you can go back to the Baltimore game. It was not pretty in terms of the weather and everything that it brought, but he really impressed. And I think a lot of other teams in the NFL took note, especially you remember last off season, he tested the free agency waters and no one bit, no one came calling, unfortunately. Yep. So the Steelers brought him back and, you know, I don't see that happening this year. I do see teams wanting to be like, Hey, no, this guy can compete for a starting job. And like you mentioned, he's earned the chance to, he's earned the shot at it based on what we saw from him. And he even said, you know, growing over the last couple of years, since he lasted the opportunity to be a starter to now to what we saw at the end of the season, he felt like his game grew a lot and he really took a lot from that. And I think we saw that, you know, is it going to be that way? And if he does come back is throughout training camp, is he going to be the Mason that we saw at the end of the season? I think a lot of fans would hope for that because then again, you have the competition with quarterback Kenny Pickett in training camp, but you also have a chance to say, Hey, look, you know, this guy won, Three games at the end of the season, the playoff game, obviously, I mean, defensive injuries were going to be a massive part of that, but there were more to it than just the struggles on offense. But, you know, I, I think your grade is exactly what it needed to be for Mason Rudolph, because I think he showed a lot and proved a lot of people to a lot of people, hey, he can still do this and he can still do it really well. Absolutely. Those are our final grades here in the Lockdown Steelers podcast for the for the quarterback position. We will see what the Steelers plan is moving forward. But again, just think if there's going to be some plans to develop around the quarterback position and see what they can get there. We'll keep talking about this topic as the offseason progresses, as well as taking your calls at 412-223-6644. Um, thanks again to all those who called in. Thank you, Jenna, for joining us here in the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Let me know they can find you, follow you, get more of your work. Well, thank you for having me as always. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, Instagram Jenna underscore Harner, uh, and locally and online on WPXI, both channel 11 and uh, WPXI.com. So tune in, stay tuned. We got a lot of cool stuff coming your way. Absolutely. Thanks, Jenna. And thank you all for tuning in to the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, post-gazette.com. Find me here on the Locked on Steelers podcast every Monday through Friday here on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed. Subscribe to this channel to get all of your daily episodes here. Thanks again for everyone tuning in. Back Monday with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. 